Podcast Network Asia. Listeners and welcome to another episode of Tawalets with me, Aaron Cristobal. Before the episode begins, I'd like to remind everyone to check out the description of this episode on whatever platform you're listening on, be it Apple Podcasts or Deezer or Spotify. Check out the description so that you can check out the affiliate links of this podcast and also my website, arinkinking.com. You can check out my Paseo website as well, arinkinking.paseo.echo. And also, please make sure to follow the Tawalets Instagram because if you have any questions you'd like to ask, you can ask it directly on that Instagram. I'm the one manning that Instagram also. If you have any guests in mind that you want on this podcast, please let me know as well so that we can try to get them on. So today we have a very special guest because I actually met this person at an event and she has been commenting on my content for a while. And then I finally got to meet her in person. And I have to say on my TikTok FYP, I have never had any beauty content creators come up on my feed until I started meeting them and following them. So one of them is on the podcast today and we're going to be discussing several topics that I know very little about so she can educate me on them. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Belle Rodolfo. Hey, Belle. Hello, ano na? Ano na? So excited to have you here. Matagal-tagal na to, di ba? Oh, <laughs> asked you about this a while back. Oh, um, actually, I wanted to ask you on during Pride Month, but I was actually very busy. So, pambawi ko to sa Pride Month. Okay, okay. <laughs> same then, same then. Same, yeah. So, how have you been? I'm okay. Naka-fork lang ako today kasi gaya ko event kanina. And I was like, the I told you, maburahin ko pa ba or wag na? Sign naman. <laughs> Oo nga eh. Was this drunk elephant? Is that the one I saw in your... Yes, yes, yes. yes. Kanina yes. ba? Yeah. I love it. You've been attending so many as a content creator, but you were doing that even as an editor, no? Yes, yes, yes. True. Pre-pandemic, probably like four jobs ago before I got back to the publishing industry. Wow. All right. And what's been keeping you busy le- recently? Honestly, content creation. Grabe din eh. Kasi parang, I'm sure you know, like it's like sunod-sunod siya. And you always feel like, I don't want to let this opportunity pass. And the next one, that's the same thing you're thinking. <laughs> diba? Especially when the brands are brands that you've known for a while. So it's like, yeah. no, I, I, I must. I must yeah, not say yeah. no. <laughs> <laughs> As a pleaser. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Do you ever plan to have like a handler or a manager or anything like that? Oh my gosh, fun fact. Well, my de facto manager is my older sister. Mm. And she's in corporate and it's just her like side hustle. But she's like the perfect person because she's like a, she's a textbook ate. You know, parang pag ate ng friend mo na, nakakatakot masungit. Siya yun. Ay, ang ganda. So the clients can't say no. Walang tawad-tawad dito. Yes. At saka, magaling siya mag-email. You know how like that's a skill? It's yes. so hard to email. Yeah. Well, we have chat GPT now, which I've never tried. So, have Ooh, you tried it? I'm, no, I've not. Everyone has been telling me that it is the perfect tool for any kind of writing that you want so for example okay. my friend is very into linkedin are you on linkedin i'm not i'm i am like casually yeah same same but apparently there is a feature where you can write specifically for linkedin so that companies 
you look attractive for oh, companies to hire you. Oh my gosh. I know. Technology. Grabe. <laughs> AI talaga, AI. I, I kind of want the listeners to find out how you and I got to know each other. So I want to ask you, how do you remember getting to know me? Because I mentioned... Oh my I, gosh, yes. Oh my gosh, Miss Arin, a supermodel. <laughs> so I've been following you for a while and I always love your takes. So fresh, so funny. And like, in my mind, oh, the power is so chilling. I'm like, oh my God, I want to friend. And so when I found out you were going to be in Avon, I was like, oh my God, nakakahiya. As a fan. <laughs> <laughs> but when I met you, it was all good. Click naman tayo, chika naman. And yeah. you can also know my girlfriend from before you, you mentioned. Yes, oh, yeah. yes. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, flying Epis, that's... That's a band that you kind of can't ignore, diba? My gosh, you <laughs> know her more from that era than I do. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> we talked about this, diba? So, <laughs> nakakatawa. Our worlds were meant to collide, I feel. True, true. Yeah. And since I started following you, I've learned so much, to be honest. So, for the audience, what Belle does is she talks about makeup, she does skincare and beauty products, but also she's very vulnerable on her on her page and gets to talk about many different topics and things that you went through, your experiences that you went through. I just want to ask, how has that been for you since you started doing it? Oh my gosh. I don't remember which video I started talking about, like life experiences or whatnot. But it really blew up. And I was like, well, I can talk about it in a way that isn't so like exposed or, you know. And especially when I started sharing about my partner and like our days together, like super chill. Your dink, D-I-N-K. Yeah, yeah. my D-I-N-K. <laughs> and what's funny is like, one of the most watched episodes from that series is the one where hindi kami nakapag-book ng kahit ano for Holy Week. So, nasa bahay lang kami. <laughs> People loved it. They ate that shit up. Yung nagsiswimming kayo, no? That's the one. I Swimming saw that. Swimming yeah. Kain ng ice cream. Yeah, people ate that shit up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And how has it been the reception of your more vulnerable content compared to the beauty content? It's a... Di- Parang there's a particular audience in my following that really loves it also. They intersect, the people who watch it, but they love it, I guess. And they keep asking questions. So I get encouraged as well. And I try to frame it, not in a man. I mean, as writers, like we try to, I try to frame it in a way na hindi siya masyadong trauma dumpish. You know what I mean? Hindi manulungkot yung mga tao when they watch it, correct? Yeah. So it's been They've been pretty welcoming about it. So, yeah, I'm surprised. But not really, you know, because it's yeah. Actually, one of the things that I really like that you talk about all the time on your TikTok is something that I can relate with. And it's to be child-free by choice. This is something that, mm, diba? Not a lot of people here, especially in the Philippines, understand, right? So how has it been navigating through, because I've seen the comments, of course, I get them too, right? How has it been navigating those kinds of comments where they just can't accept the fact that, I know, I know. Correct. Oh my gosh. Well, I'm sure you know na parang sometimes ang sarap pumatol. Pero some... <laughs> sarap talaga. Magigil. Pero when I decide to, I try to pick out the comments 
questions that are conversation starters to a different aspect of it that I feel like people would want to know more about or I feel like I want to share more about. So it's a struggle, honestly, because I'm the type to like, I don't want to take some mean people shit sitting down. You know what I mean? But yeah, like, I don't want to, I don't want them to think that this is okay to be said. But at the same time, I want to choose my battles also because this is our life. Like, we're chronically online people for a living. So we have to conserve our energy as well. Yeah, correct, correct. And is it something that you think is still very controversial in our society? I mean, I feel like because, for example, in the past couple of years, I feel like more people are accepting the older single tita life, right? Yeah, that wasn't a thing. 20 years oh, ago, yeah. people did oh, not yeah. accept that. So how do you feel the progress is now with accepting that kind of lifestyle? You know what? Like me, like many other things in the Philippines, malayo na, pero malayo pa. Mm. Like, I agree with you. Like before, before, like pandemic, before whatever, I would like have people come up to me and say, ngayon mo lang inisip ya. Like casually. And in retrospect, I'm like, wow, that was okay for people to say. And now, parang I guess because they see that there are people like us who are like thriving and happy. It's not like, I mean, na okay na like, It's an option that yes. people have, especially women. Yes, yes. And it's I like that you bring that up because so women are having so many options now. I feel like compared to when we were growing up, our stance in society has relatively risen after the Me Too movement and any everything like that. So there were a few things that I actually had to unlearn. And I learned it on TikTok, unlearned on TikTok about misogyny and all of that. So technically, I subscribe to it, but I know that there is still so much that I don't know. And one of the things that really struck me in your TikToks was when you talked about misogyny in the LGBTQ community, which is something that I never even thought existed because I thought, you know, all of you are technically feeling like outcasts right now. So why is it that there's still division there? So I kind of want to talk about that. As somebody who grew up with a mom who had LGBTQ friends, male and female, for me, it wasn't really a big deal, right? This isn't a sudden growth. But what I did notice is, even growing up, there were more visible male LGBT than there were female. In fact, when I would meet my mom's friends na babae, it's like, oh, wow, okay, nice to meet you. Nice, because I don't really get to meet a lot, right? But you have repeatedly said that there is no shortage and there are so many queer women that I didn't even know about. So can we talk a little bit about that? Is it a problem with exposure or or just coming out? What is that? I think the root of it is, you know, we're still in a patriarchal society. And, okay, I'm not generalizing, but, you know, like not all men. Oh, your experience. Oh, I'm, <laughs> like, I think it's because, number one, gender identity. They can't wrap their heads around the fact that people can be masculine even if they don't identify as men. That's one. And another thing is that, again, we're still a patriarchal society. and. Alam mo yun, parang pagbabae ka, we have to fit into all these boxes. And at the end of the day, if you're a cis 
male gay person, you still grew up in that society Now you're conditioned to be a man. Your conditioning is the same as straight cisgendered men. Mm-mm. So, and damning instances like, kunyari, I don't know if this is allowed, like, bilat is gross, Mm-mm. like, alam mo like, parang, daming shame, daming disgust around women in the LGBTQ. And in my experience, like, growing up, pagtibo, ayok, tibo, ganun. Like, but why? Like, we're in the same boat. And I'm still also figuring it out why, but I do know, like, that is one of the root causes of it for sure. There's so many layers to it. Yeah. And the thing is, for you, and you've talked about this before, is you're straight passing. So I guess they're more lenient with queer women who look like you. But what is that stigma? What is that stigma with with straight passing? And again, I am someone, I don't know anything. So I would really like to know. Okay. So I'm straight passing as hell. And I feel like queer women who are straight passing have it a little easier. Because they kind of fit into that mold of a woman that the patriarchy has put on a plate for us. Mm -hmm. Okay, we we accept you because you still look like like the woman we think women are supposed to be. Like, pag hindi ka nila ma, ma find attractive, pag hindi ka nila ma-objectify or ma-control, like, you know, at the In heart a way, of it, yeah. it is not something that they will accept. So, yeah. But on the other side, since I'm straight passing, I'm able to kind of Trojan horse the quote-unquote gay agenda into conversations Especially with like older people, especially with straight people. So I kind of use that privilege good. that I have. <laughs> <laughs> good, good. Because I don't know how bad it can get. Can you give me an example of like how bad it can get for women who present themselves as men, for example? Queer women who Masculine, yeah. Masculine, yes. Oh my gosh. So there's this like Facebook group. You know how they're like in Facebook groups, people ask for advice or like, that ranges from like super shallow to super deep. And one time, there was this anonymous post that said, what should I do if... Basta yung question is, what should I do? Pero nangyari na. And what mm. happened was, nagbook siya ng like massage or body scrub or whatever. And she canceled it kasi tibu daw yung masus. Mm, and, baka ma-inlove sa kanya. Yeah, it's like, oh my God. And I'm like, you know, this is a microaggression. Cause just because somebody's gay doesn't mean they're gay for you. Correct. And it's not just a microaggression, but it literally costs people their livelihoods. They are discriminated against. They lose their jobs because of this quote unquote preference. Like at what point does it stay a preference and become prejudice? You know what I mean? Mm, yeah. it, because of their preference, quote unquote, People can lose their jobs. And because of this quote-unquote preference, people like them were like, let's say, mask-presenting masseuse dahil ayaw magpamasaya sa kanila or magpaservice, hindi na sila i-hire in the future. So yeah, it gets really bad. Wow, that's intense. What was Pride Month this month like? Because I saw you talk about it on a TikTok. I got some details from it. But I always thought Pride was just this joyous occasion for everybody. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. Pride was a bit burn out this year. Because, well, this year, I really leaned into content creation. So I kind of 
expected it already since I've been doing lots of paid content anyways. And I made it a point. Well, my friend is Sam. Sam Lee. I'm sure you know her, the filmmaker. Yeah. She, she taught me a lot of like business side of the gay stuff. And she's like, business sure. side of the gay stuff. Business, business side of the gay influence I see. Like, okay. She's like, okay, if you're going to have a partnership, you have to like do a background check if they actually do anything for the LGBTQ community. Because I'm sure there are a lot of brands who are just like rainbow marketing. And after when, July 1, it's like, bye, bye gays. So I had to do a lot of that. And even if I declined a lot of them, because they could either not present anything or like they didn't know, there's also the emotional labor of going through that and like going through all the inquiries and parang isip ko pa will I educate about this brand or like is it worth my time? So it was quite nakakaburn and <laughs> Hi, he's Chico Garcia. And he's Gino Killiamore. We're the hosts of Only Fun. In our podcast, we explore the boundaries of our pleasure. And test the limits of our pain. It's business in the front. And party in the rear? Wait, wait, what? what? Wait, we, we talk about shows that we watch that might, you know, be entertaining for everyone else, right? Yep, that's what I said. Check out our podcast. New episodes out Wednesdays and Fridays. <laughs> no drama, only fun. And you talked a little bit about how when you go to these events, it's still mostly the men being put on the pedestal. Queer men being put on yeah, the pedestal. Yeah, I yeah. I kind of want to know, how do you think that can change? Because... It's been like this since forever. I don't remember a lot of queer women being put on the pedestal. Not a lot. Yeah. Yeah. You know what the sad thing is, is I have to agree with you. And if somebody, if a woman comes out as gay or mask presenting, just in general, queer, mostly they're like in careers, kind of slows down and it's so sad. And for me, one thing that we can improve in terms of visibility for queer women is to, rather than for like queers for like, you know, have the power to do this, is to make the space for the queer women. Because parang one feedback I've heard is queer women are like shy or like shy, shy, <laughs> shy or like we're homebodies, we're not party people, whatever. And even then, I don't think that's an excuse. Because mm-hmm. if you want to make safe spaces for queer people, you have to include everybody. So, right. yeah. Right? It's an active choice. Like, if you can't find, let's say, if the one gay girly you booked for this whatever is not available, like, make an effort naman to look for others. Because I've been meeting so many of them. And so- yeah. You know what? It's so strange that I haven't. Oh no! I don't join us. Where where are you guys? Because <laughs> like I'm I'm meeting people, queer women, little by little, but it's really I, I feel like the male presence is really stronger when it comes to LGBT. So is there this is going to sound so dumb. Do you guys have like a hangout area or? Oh my gosh. This is the thing. Like we don't. And like, you know, we don't have a group chat. <laughs> we are trying though. Like, like last Pride, actually, 
So a queer friend who is also in the creatives, we were trying to like put together like a dinner for the queer creative girlies. And we were trying to collab with a brand, but it wasn't like it wasn't happening. So we were like, okay, maybe next time. But the plan is there. And somebody I know also kind of started a group chat. So we had a group chat. So like expanding the community. Charot. But yeah, we need, you know what I think? We need to unionize the gay girlies. It's true. Yeah. It's not like we don't have a community. Because here's the funny thing. Almost all the queer girlies I know are connected. Like everybody is everybody's ex. Yun so that's, eh. that's why I was saying, parang there's not a lot because everyone I know knows the other person. So parang okay. <laughs> so ang liit ng circle in general. Yeah. But sorry, yeah. you were saying something. So everyone's connected. Everyone's connected. Like everybody is an ex of somebody, and it's so funny. And so I have a friend. Like she has this project, and she particularly chose like queer people, queer women in her team. And she's like, wow, we can make like a huge like uh with on your para flow chart of how <laughs> family three Family three of how everybody's connected with each other. And that's basically how queer girlies know each other. Yeah, and it's true because so from my experience from my friends who are queer females, your relationships are also damn, they are solid. <laughs> yung yung three years, bata pa yan. So can we talk a little bit about that? What are queer women oh relationships gosh. like compared to Oh my gosh, I actually have a video coming up about this. Like I did a collab with Netflix. But anyway, queer women relationships are so like so emotional. There's so much intuition involved. Like Imagine you have a bestie, but you're attracted to your bestie. It's like, oh my gosh, the the connection is incredible. But at the same time, I don't know any other gender who does this skill as well as gay girlies, but we stay friends with our exes. We are besties with our exes, girl. How do you do that? I don't know. I think it's because we are friends first, I think. Mm. I don't know. Like, maybe because we're both women. Like in lesbian relationships, maybe wala yung wall na. You know how with like straight men, especially if it's a stranger, there's a bit of fear. And there's a bit of like, am I going to be safe? Not to say, right? Like, not to say that there are no women abusers or there are no queer women abusers, but generally, mas onti yung fear na yun. So I guess that's why you connect so much faster. And I don't know if you know this joke, but. In L Word, in that show, there's this I love joke that, that show. Oh my God, you bring Shane. the U-Haul on the second date. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, I know. <laughs> Everybody's gay awakening. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. so funny because another thing that came up, okay, so I have a confession. During okay. my first few TikTok years, very single, very angry at men ang dating ko. So suddenly on my FYP, I'm getting queer women content. And I was just like, Teka lang, TikTok. are you telling me that Teka lang, ha? Teka lang. So I'm going through it. And one of the problems that I saw that queer women encounter all the time is they don't know if another woman is queer. So yeah, how oh do gosh. you hit on each other? It's, it's so... 
Oh my gosh, this is the thing. Yeah, I agree. This, that's why, I think that's also why a lot of people have dated each other in the same circle. Because it's so <laughs> hard to like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. She likes girls. Diba? Like, parang kailangan may, ano, kailangan may referral. Kailangan may referral. Okay, so this was a very real problem for me in college. Because in, like, 2009, well, mga 2010 or 11 na kami nag-break ng girlfriend ko nun. But in, when I was in college, in Ateneo, it was so straight. Like, it was such a straight culture. Agree. Except if, except if dollhouse ka, diba? Pero walang mga timo. Like, walang... Walang shivs, shivoli, wala. So That's it so, was really hard. Yes, when I was in college, I didn't yeah. know any queer women. Yeah, that I didn't already know through like a friend or girlfriend. Like everybody was booed up Correct. unless you were not out. Correct. So it was like, how do I date queer girlies? Because I'm the type who's like, I would like a footch, which is like a feminine, like in between feminine and butch. But I also like fam girlies. Yeah, foot. This is like a, a new word for me. <laughs> Could you please describe <laughs> a foot? So a foot is like they have equal parts, like feminine side, masculine side. They're they're kind of like soft butch. They can play into like they can have like sometimes mask presenting style, but wedding they can be into makeup. Like I mean, they play with both their masculine and feminine side. Who would be They're a good Ruby. example of that? Like Ruby Rose, ganon. Puede, puede. puede. I mean, okay. Cara Delevingne can be footch. She can be. <sighs> Understood. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Okay. So, anyway, but I but I also like fam. Mm-mm. So with fam, it's hard to spot because like we be like we being this guys, you know. <laughs> Unless you know it's a face. So that's really hard. So I think the way you spot somebody is like. Only if you know somebody gay who knows them. So it's so hard. Ang hirap. Ang hirap. That is hirap. such an interesting part of the queer world. You parang, can yeah. I? Can I hmm? <laughs> or <laughs> Are you? <laughs> yeah, diba? Excuse me. Miss? <laughs> Miss? Yeah, it's hard. <laughs> it's hard. So can I actually ask how you got with Dang? Oh my gosh. So we were set up and it's such a, it's such a meat cute story because, um, we were like single as hell during the time that we met, but we were also both kind of like, we're so over dating, mm. like individually, like separately. So she was in like her third, going on fourth year of vet med, which is like her third degree. And I was like, tagal na single, tagal na ako date sa apps, ganyan, whatever. Sobrang fail. Tapos yung friend ko na nag-set up sa amin. Lagi niya kasi ako sinag-set up. Wait, can I taglish? Pwede naman ako. Pwede, pwede. Okay, okay. Okay, so matagal niya kami sinag-set up. Matagal niya na akong sinag-set up with like kung sino-sino. And it would always be like, mm, doesn't work. So by the time she's having up with Deng, sobrang eager niya about this setup. Like, she scheduled me like two weeks in advance. Wow. So she said, yeah. <laughs> she's like, save the date, save the date. October 18, sobrang specific. Wow. Yeah, I remember. And she's like, okay, okay, okay. And then, kinalimutan ko na kasi nga, medyo fail yung setups niya. And then the day came, I forgot about it. Like, it was a long work day. Pag-uwi ko, alam mo yung sobrang pagod mo, nagtitwitch na yung mata mo. So I was like, shit, if I fake, I'll be a bad friend. Because the venue was just like outside my condo then. I was living in BGC. 
And they had a gig. But di ko pa alam kung sino si Deng. Like, I said, don't tell me who it is. I don't want to expect anything. I don't want to be like forming ideas in my head. I don't want to hope for anything. So when I got there, my friend brought me. So my friend is the drummer of Flying Beast. Nice. Yeah. So I the friends so sila. And then when I got there, sinabi niya kasi agad. So like, I'm sitting there in front, like right in front. And she's like, oh, she's the one we're setting you up with. I'm like, holy shit. Like, she's like in front of me. So I was like, oh my God, baka inisip niya naman, ako yung nagpa-request ng setup. So the whole time, girl, I was like, pretending not to watch. <laughs> Feeling. <laughs> okay lang. <laughs> but the funny thing was, so we all went karaoke after. And wala. Sobrang click na kami ever since. Like, we couldn't stop talking. And two months in, we moved in together. See, that's the that's that's a queer woman relationship, I would yes. say. Two months yes. moving in and stuff like two that. Two months. And siguro yeah. pa nakapag six dates pa lang kami noon. Kasi she was, umuwi siya sa Los Banos nung time na yun. Damn. Iba talaga. Iba talaga ang queer relationships. Walang take know, it slow eh. Walang take eh, wala. it slow. Wala, wala. Parang hard and fast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to ask about, since you, you told us about your partner, how do you guys feel about marriage? Especially, you know, because you can't. <laughs> I know. I know. Oh my gosh. We definitely plan to. And we always talk about na okay, if we go on vacation elsewhere and we can do it there, we're just going to elope. So that's how we plan to do it. But yeah, I mean, I hope we get to see it happen in our lifetime in the Philippines. You know what I mean? Siguro mauna yung divorce. Divorce. Agree. Yeah. Yeah. Siyempre mauna yung straight. (laughs) Malayo na. Malayo na. Pero malayo pa. (laughs) I love this. This was so enlightening for me. But before we end this conversation, this is a surprise. I didn't tell you about this because I had a feeling that you would say no. But we're going to do an improv exercise because I make most of my guests do improv. Game, game. Game, yeah. (laughs) Perfect, perfect. So what I'd like to do with you is one of the simplest games that we have called Spelling Bee. And what's going to happen is we will use a word and we're going to spell this word one letter at a time. So let's try it like that first. Let's just spell the word one letter at a time. So let's say the word is lipstick. Let's say the word lipstick together. Three, two, one. Lipstick. Lipstick. (laughs) L. I P S T I C K. So let's say it again. Lipstick. Lipstick. And now we have to use it in a sentence, one okay. word at a time. So okay. go ahead, start with one word for the sentence. Wait, l- lipstick goes in anywhere into the sentence. Anywhere. Okay. Um, my mother. Mother's. Favorite brand of lipstick is L'Oreal. Oh, oh slay. slay, slay. All right. So let's do another one. Why don't you give a word from your work? Like what's any jargon from your line of work? Mm, okay. Proofing. Ooh. Right, let's say that at the same time. Three, two, one. Proofing. Proofing. P 
P-R-O-O-F-I-N-G. Proofing. Yesterday, I decided to try a task for this issue involving proofing. Yeah. <laughs> proofing. Proofing. <laughs> I love it. Perfect. So thank you so much, Belle. This has been so much fun. I hope to have you on again or even just talk to you at some I point. Know. Hang out in an event. Oh my Iba. God. I want to hang out with you and yes. Miss Mitch. Yes. Michelle. We can definitely. She's my, that's, she's my batchmate in Ateneo. Oh, okay. Perfect. Yeah. So that's going to be easy. Definitely. That'll be so much Let's easier. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. So thank you so much, listeners, for staying without through us, with us throughout this entire episode. Before we go, Belle, do you want to promote your socials? Sure. So I am on TikTok at Belle Rodolfo. Mostly there. Like if you want to see a more curated feed, I'm on Instagram as well. Same feed. I do have a broadcast channel there though. And it's fun there because I, I do have unhinged vibes sometimes. And you get cat content on the channel. So yeah, see you there. I love that. Thank you, Belle. And please follow Tawa Let's on Instagram as well. Thanks everyone for listening. And I hope you have a great day or evening wherever you're listening from. Thank you. This podcast is powered by Podcast Network Asia. For more info on the shows and the network, visit Podcast Network Asia's social media or visit www.podcastnetwork.asia. Also by Podmetrics. Track your podcast stats across multiple platforms to have a full view of your audience and clout. Sign up and create your account for free at podmetrics.co using our code TAWALETS. Thank you so, so much for joining me on another episode of Tawalets. Really, guys, I appreciate that you are listening to this. It's insane. Thank you. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.